the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. Some things just make you laugh at times. I'm Rob Black. I'm a money guy. I'm kind of like your big brother who knows about money. If you are older than me, then consider me your big little brother who knows about money. Um, somewhere in between is the truth. Australian TV show apologized for for blackface skit. I love the world because it, we're still politically incorrect on a huge level. An Australian variety show apologized for a skit in which singers parodied in the Jackson 5 performed in blackface. American singer and actor Harry Connick Jr., who was serving as a guest judge, said, Hey, hey, it's Saturday. He was visibly shocked by the skit in which four men with Afro wigs and blackface sang and danced behind a Michael Jackson impersonator wearing white makeup. You almost can't make up news like that. And it just goes to show you that, you know, as advanced as we've become, eh, we're not quite there. Let's go to phone calls, 800-345-5639, Bernadette in San Mateo. Hi, Rob. Um, I have a question. Should I convert or choose the 401k Roth option at work, and then what retirement accounts can I choose to uh, convert to Roth in 2010? Okay. Um, you could do. You can convert an IRA to a Roth IRA in 2010, and let's get everyone up to speed on some of these terms that we're using. Um, first and foremost, uh, you have a job. So you have a 401k that's offered, right? Yes. It's it's my own money. The company gives me another 11% of my income in a different fund. Okay. Um, but I guess they just started offering this Roth 401k. Um, but I like the fact that I can deduct just the regular 401k because my income is sort of high. Okay. And you're, you're bringing up a lot of the good points on 401ks and IRAs and Roth IRAs and what's different with them. How old are you, Bernadette? 48. 48. How much do you have saved if you were to say my nest egg is worth... Um, besides my house, it looks like about four fifty, four hundred fifty thousand. And are you married? Yeah. <laughs> not not very happily. <laughs> oh no, I'm happy. Okay, okay. You don't. You're not selling that, but that's okay. Um, Forty eight. Well, he's, he's losing his job, so um, I guess it's all going to be on me pretty soon. Well, hopefully, he's got some mad skills elsewhere to to make you happy. <laughs> um, the four hundred fifty is that between the two of you? No, it's just my own. And how about him? What's he got saved? Well, not too much because he took uh, 401k loans to buy some property, um, which they're now they're in the black, um, producing a little income. So that's good. When he loses that job, he's going to have to pay back those 401k loans 30 days. Yes, we're aware of that and we're planning for it. Okay. Um. I never, ever, never recommend using 401ks uh, for buying real estate uh, via loans because uh, you can lose your job and ultimately you're just getting too aggressive. It sounds like you own some real estate. What, tell me a little bit more about what you own. Now, the 450K, is that just in stocks and bonds? 
Uh, yeah, it's in my 401k at work, some IRAs and some cash savings. Okay. And then um, I own a house in San Mateo. It's got, uh, I don't know, six or 700000 in equity with the new <laughs> values. And then a couple properties up in Chicago that uh, the equity is reduced, but it seems like the loans are okay. And um, it's starting to make some money with the, uh, with the rents. Bernadette, what do you think about Chicago? Well, that's where my husband's from, and so I took his word for it in terms of a good market. Uh-huh. But I've been in California for a long time. I used to be in real estate, and so I know this market, and then it goes up and down. And Chicago, mm, I, I wish we hadn't invested there. Chicago's okay. Um, it, it's the best place probably to buy real estate in the Midwest of the United States as far as there's a lot of jobs there. So that's got it going for it. But I was going to bring up Chicago because I don't like Chicago. <laughs> I find that the people are all overweight, which is okay because I'm, I'm kind of puffy. <laughs> but they're all overweight and like their ears are attached to their head. Like I got an earlobe that dangles. They're still as attached to their head. And I think that's an evolutionary thing where um, if you want to see that we truly came out of the pond, they're closer to the pond. We're a little bit further away from it. <laughs> their, their arms are still hitting the ground, but again, I'm totally digressing. Okay, you have a lot of wealth, so you should be taking advantage of the Roth IRA or the Roth 401k, in my opinion, because Bernadette, when you uh, retire in 15 years or so, you're going to say, me and my husband want to go on an RV trip, and you're going to want to buy an RV, and that's $100,000. So you want to get, I would say, at least 100 to 200 if you can, into a Roth so that you can draw down on that with big purchases that you don't want taxed in retirement. You don't want to be in a 40% tax bracket in retirement. You want to try to you know, draw down your income ever so slowly in non-taxable uh, 401k. In, in you want to bring it down in the taxable because your money when it comes out of the 401k will be taxed. Um, so you're going to have to pay tax on that. So you, don't, you want the ability to have big ticket purchases that don't kick up your tax bracket in retirement. So you're ideal for a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. Um, does that help? It does. And then would I be able to convert any that is existing in my current 401k? You will, but you're going to have to pay taxes on that. And you may decide that that's a good idea or bad idea. I like having the option of having both Bernadette. That's what most financial planners are saying today is if you could afford to pay the taxes now, do it. But if you don't necessarily want to pay the taxes now, I don't think it's going to kill you in retirement. Um, A lot of people think taxes are going to be higher in 20 years because what we're doing with our national deficit and with our our spending. Some people don't think they will. Some people think they'll go after the middle class or the poor. They'll never go after the old because the old are the people who get presidents elected and Congress elected. It's it's not the youth that do it. Um, so it's it's politically uncool to tax the old. Um, I would say, yeah, you probably want to try to build up, when you can, uh, roughly $200,000 into that Roth 401k. I don't think you have to do it immediately. I still like the fact that you get the tax deduction on your income from maxing out your current 401k. Um, and the Roth 401k would be after-tax dollars, as you probably well know. Yes, okay. So sounds like you're doing good for yourself. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Well, I've been listening to you for a while and coming to some seminars, so that's a really good reinforcement. You've got more of a nest egg than most people do, so congratulations. I'm trying. Thank you. Well, I have another question. When I'm overseas, I try to listen to your podcast, and I'm missing your super secret segments. I've kind of stopped doing them for a little while. Um, 
Clear Channel has asked me to do some market updates, and that takes basically the time that I was doing the super secrets in. So yeah. if you listen at like 4.45 and 4.15, I'm commenting there. I might get back to it, Mernadette. I might not, but um, I appreciate you noting that they've gone away for the last three weeks. So have a good day. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Yep. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Michelle in San Mateo. Michelle? Hi, Rob. Hi, Michelle. Um, you mentioned uh, the topic I wanted to bring up in your previous call, which is the amount of spending that the government is doing. Okay. <laughs> and um, just thinking about the weak dollar and uh, how weak it's been, and, and then sort of my theory would be that it's going to continue to weaken because of the amount of debt that uh, the government is taking on, um, you know, that that's an easy way for them to get out of it by devaluing the currency. <laughs> so my question for you, you is how do you translate that into a, you know, strategy for individual investors. I mean, I would assume more uh, international investments, commodities, that type of thing. You probably get mad at me for saying this, but because you think it's going to go lower, I think it's going to go higher. Okay. Um, and I know you're saying, are you really going against me? And I kind of am. It, it's, okay. <laughs> it's when things become conventional wisdom, I no longer believe in conventional. I go the opposite way. Okay. Um, the dollar's weak right now, and it should be, and it's a good thing that it is, in large part because, like you said, we're spending trillions of dollars, which basically means we're financing it. So ultimately, people are buying our money or our debt. We're, we're, we're selling debt to the other countries and other people um, with a devalued currency. So that's actually a good thing. If there's going to be a time to go into massive debt, now is it, uh, because interest rates are low and the value of dollars is low. So that's actually a good thing about the debt. Now, as far as what you're saying, yes, um, a barrel of oil is a barrel of oil where the dollar is now 92% what it used to be. Now, we were at the same exact levels back in the 1980s. We've seen this before. This is not new. This is a, sick, a cycle. The dollar can only devalue so much. Keep in mind, you brought up our national debt versus our GDP. We're at about 44 to 46%. Most European countries are at 60%. Japan's at 120%. So I don't want you to get panicked. The, the, the headlines are horrific, but they're just as bad elsewhere. Now, maybe you do want um, some exposure to Asia, and maybe you do want some exposure to some stocks that don't trade in the dollar, because you do have this concern, and I respect that. Um, so I'm endorsing what you're saying, but don't get too caught up on the weaker dollar story. There's always a wall of worry, and um, right now is actually a pretty good time to have a weaker dollar. Okay. Well, could you recommend like a certain percentage of a portfolio that should be in either commodities or international stocks? And then, you know, uh, one additional question, do you have any specific uh, mutual funds, you know, in those areas to recommend? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little leery on specific recommendations because there's so many different people out there, and that's not... I'm I'm not being a chicken. I'm just trying to be smart on who do I hurt and who do I not hurt. For instance, Michelle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, you're asking for an allocation table. Give me a little bit on you. How old are you? How much do you have? Uh, are you just starting um, out? No, I'm 41, and my husband and I have a you know a pretty good amount in saved in equities. You know, actually close to a million dollars. Congratulations, so, it's good. So, um, but I'm just wondering, you know, if if the well, it's it's a risk. If the currency continues to devalue, then then obviously, you know, if U.S. equities, even if they go up, you still could end up losing out. So I think we're just wondering, um, you know, what's the right percentage to put in alternative? Um, 
I would say somewhere, the right answer is somewhere between 10 and 40%. Know that international markets are a lot more volatile than U.S. markets in theory. So you got to like go with that and you got to say I'm good with that. Um, If you're going to check box and and sign off on what I'm saying here. Okay. Um, I prefer Asia over South America. I prefer... Like Asian mutual funds. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Most of our funds with Vanguard. Um, There's one that I could throw out at you that I think is a good starting point, and that would be um, it's a Fidelity fund. It's it's Asia excluding Japan, and okay. it's kind of a, a funky thought. Why would you exclude Japan? Well, Japan's an old market. Um, Japan is um, not. Uh, they're not as relevant as they once were, but the middle class of India and China and the balanced budgets of New Zealand and Australia are attractive. So I like Asia excluding Japan, and Australia is considered Asia. Okay. Um, you, can go to, you can go to etfconnect.com, and you okay. can look up some international funds. Okay. And what I want you to do is compare them. Um, I gave you a good base, Fidelity, um, Asia excluding Japan. And okay. look at the f- costs. Look at the 10-year returns. Like, I think the Matthews Asia Fund is a good fund. It's a little expensive okay. to purchase, but look, I don't, I don't know all the currencies in India. I don't know all the provinces in, in China. They do. So it's, it's good in, in, on that level. So the Matthews Fund and Fidelity Excluding Japan, I think, is good. And that's what I got for you. Okay, thanks. And don't get too caught up in the thesis on the dollar. Okay. Okay, and I'll talk about that when I come off break. And thanks for the call, Michelle. And thanks for being honest. And uh, congratulations, you've done great. Somewhere between 10 and 40% international. You could look at things like Total. It's a French company, oil company. That would be a play on commodities. There's a hard asset fund. Write that down because I'm not going to tell you any more about it. Hard asset fund where you're buying assets that don't depreciate to, to the dollar. In fact, they have strength against weaker currencies. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. Six women have called the show today. No men. You are the sun. You are the only one. My heart is blue. My heart is blue for you. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, typically talking all things financial. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Today we learned that Pepsi has sent shockwaves to the carbonated beverage world. They said that they're going to stop advertising their popular soda product forever. They think it's good, and they think everyone's pretty happy with the overall taste, so why worry about telling people about it? Okay, that's not actually going to happen. You know that, and I know that. But wouldn't it be nice to see a company say that? Just for once, wouldn't it be nice to see a company uh, send out a press release that actually made you laugh and made you giggle? I'm going to talk about the dollar in just a minute, but I kind of want to get away from that story for a couple minutes because it's pretty hardcore financials. Oracle is having open world, and it's aiming to draw a crowd. Now, despite down economy attendance for Oracle Convention remains up, Oracle's done a smart thing. Business-wise, they've bought their competitors. Whether it's PeopleSoft or Siebel, these were big companies in the Bay Area at one point in time. 
think didn't Siebel have a big issue after nine eleven? Like they rolled out a big American flag on one of their buildings, and people in the Bay Area got upset by that. I think that was Siebel. Anyway, um, Oracle massive convention held Sunday through Thursday at Howard Street, expected to draw forty three thousand attendees. That's consistent consistent with the past couple of years. Now, out of those people, four hundred fifty companies will come in. Some 15,500 rooms have been booked at the San Francisco Convention Visitors Bureau, according to the data from them. And that number's up from 11,000 in 2007. The only recession-related trend that's apparent this year is attendees taking advantage of discount offers from Oracle and from hotels. So it's nice to see. And the reason I throw that out there is I'm not saying that we're done. I'm saying that we are seeing signs that the economy is moving sideways. We are seeing signs that maybe it's picking up a little bit. And that's important to grasp, and that's important to say, I can put my hat around that, and I feel good about it. Back in January, February, March of this year, a lot of people were talking about depressions and how you know the end is near and the collapse is right around the corner. Oracle's showing us a little bit different. Now, the dollar right now, this is something I talked about in the last break, Caller called in, and she was concerned about the weak dollar. A strong dollar is considered to be in America's best interest. And yet, for the most of this decade, the dollar has been sliding. Now, the greenback, again, is one of the world's currency weaklings. But global financial markets and governments seem to be taking it ultimately in stride. And I think you should, too. I don't think you should buy into the panic and poop your pants and, and change your investment strategy. The dollar has taken renewed pounding over the last month. If you measure it against the six other major currencies of the world, the euro has been the big winner. The euro was at a buck forty-seven at one point compared to the dollar. But the dollar's troubles haven't set off alarm bells in Washington, nor have the Chinese sent out a new stink about the buck's weakness and the devaluation that it poses to the American asset holdings. See, the dollar that's in your pocket, if it current continues to weaken... You could buy fewer sodas with it. You could afford less mortgage with it. You could afford less travel internationally. In fact, traveling internationally is is hurting right now because of that. Now, the lack of the ruckus over the dollar tells me that the dollar is dropping for the right reasons. Ooh, good reasons, bad reasons, right? Investors worldwide are feeling better about the global economy, which is pulling money out of the classic hiding place, which is the dollar. And it's going into riskier assets. It's going into emerging market stocks. 10, 20, 30 years ago, people believed in American capitalism. They loved it. They embraced it. They thought investing in India was too risky. So they didn't do it. So there wasn't the dollar going into the rupee. Now there is. There wasn't the dollar going into the wand. Now there is. A lot of money's coming out of the safe haven dollar bets. Now, investors and traders also are reacting normally to the interest as far as the rate differential between the U.S. and other countries. Now, what's that mean, the rate differential? Well, it's tied towards lending. Short-term interest rates are lower here in the United States than other countries. I saw last week that Australia just raised their interest rate, overnight lending rate, to 3.5%. Now, why, if I have access to the Australian dollar, why would I want the U.S. dollar at half of 1%? Or less. So the dollar naturally is at a disadvantage because other countries have higher rates. 
Yet even as the greenback has lost ground in recent weeks, there doesn't appear to be a rush to say U.S. Treasury bonds, foreigners aren't saying, screw you, I'm out of here. The yield on the 10-year Treasury, we keep an eye on it. Anytime it's under 4%, it stimulates growth in the United States. Money's cheap. It should lead to inflation. It should lead to a stronger dollar. Now, what's more, Wall Street has continued to rally, pushing major market indices to 11-month highs. The dollar decline doesn't seem to be impacting stock or bond markets. That's nice. So the panic story isn't there. There's some key cons, you know, constituencies, is probably the best way of saying it, that who are backing the buck's losses as a blessing. U.S. exporters, i.e. companies that send business from the United States into overseas. Sometimes we make things, cars that we're sending overseas. They're happy about it because people can buy more bang for their buck. I was vacationing a couple of years ago and I met some French tourists, of which this French woman was probably the hottest woman I've ever seen on, in my life. What was interesting to note was they were buying all sorts of American goods because the dollar was weak. Now, because most commodities are priced in dollars, oil and other raw materials get cheaper for countries with strong currencies. The world is thrilled that we have a weak dollar because they can get their hands on oil cheaper. So China, they may bitch and moan about the low interest rate that they get from us, but they're more than making up for it in the discount that they're getting on commodities that they're buying based in U.S. dollars. Now, at the same time, discounted U.S. goods and services become a lot more of an attraction for foreigners looking to vacation here. U.S. investors who own foreign stocks and bonds uh, basically tied towards the dollar's drop this year have brought in a windfall. So if you're diversified, you've done great. If you're not, you're silly. You know, the Canadian stock market's up 28% in Canadian dollars this year, but it's up 47% in U.S. dollars. So your bang for your buck is going much further. The big question is how low will the dollar go? Limbo low, limbo low. For now, it's still above the worst levels or the best levels, depending on your perspective. But it's getting closer to those depths that we start going, eh, eh. Americans have been warned now for decades about a possible dollar panic in the world if people were to lose faith in our ability. The current decline is not a panic. Neither we nor the rest of the world can afford for it to turn into one. That's my story on the dollar. Now, I challenge Ron Owens to ever have any sort of financial depth to anything he actually says. I don't know. I was in a business meeting with my management yesterday, and it's kind of funny because they're tweaking me. They're tweaking me like, hey, make sure you go to break and say ding dong, diddly ding dong. It's 29 past the hour. And I refuse to do that. But at the end of it, I said, I want to be the top rated, not the top rated. No, 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 because that's never going to happen. I want to be the most popular radio show in the Bay Area, San Francisco Weekly, San Francisco Gate. They vote, they do the voting at the end of the year. So I'm going to do a campaign because they're not going to put me on that list. I'm going to do a, a write-in campaign ultimately for you to push me, push me to the top of the, the radio world, so to speak, because that's important to me. Uh, trophies are important to me. For most people, they're not. But for me, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about the power. It's about the freaking fracking trophy. 800-345-5639. If I could take down Ron Owens, I will Watuzi on his grave. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. 800-345-5639. You are fantastic. I listen every day. I tell all my friends you are the best. Glenn Beck said I'm the best, and he listens every day. 
You are fantastic. I listen every day. I tell all my friends, you are the best. That almost sounds like I had sex with them. You were fantastic. What's that all about, Glenn? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I'm kind of having a relaxing week. Um, we're heading towards the end of the year. We're heading towards ho, 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 Santa Claus, right? That's actually a big time for our country. In large part, we spend on Christmas. We spend big on Christmas. In fact, they say that this year we may not spend as much on Halloween because we feel like we don't have to spend on Halloween. We can go into our closet and find something fun and sexy to wear. But for Christmas, you got to get the gifts. Unless, of course, you're Jewish, then you don't have to get Christmas gifts. And you got to get Hanukkah gifts. Hanukkah's turned into as much of an extravagant event as Christmas has, which uh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Internal editor on. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. One of the stories that I, I tickled earlier in the show that it means a lot to me because it should mean a lot to you. Again, my goal is to get you to retirement. My goal is to get you to grasp that whole life insurance is awful product. Variable life insurance is awful product. Term life insurance is pretty good. Now, whole life has its purpose for me. I'm worth millions and millions of dollars, and I want to give it all to Stanford. Then, I don't want to screw my family out of millions and millions of dollars. So what you do is you set up a trust, a charitable trust, and college buys a life insurance policy on you. They get your assets when you die, and your family gets tax-free insurance uh, when you kick. That can be okay. Doesn't that seem like we're trying to beat the system? Yeah. Wealthy people know how to stay wealthy. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. And the mortgage crisis, I think this is a lot of people in the Bay Area. A super prime mortgage crisis. Now, we've heard about the subprime. The subprime are the people, and this is going to be awful of me, they're the people in the East Bay. The people who are making $60,000 or less per year who would buy a $600,000 house. If you're making less than $60,000 a year, you can't buy a house. In the Bay Area, you need to be making at least $120,000. Now, maybe a hundred. now maybe ninety, because we have seen a correction in markets. And some markets, maybe 60 is enough. Stockton, which, for the record, I was in Tahoe this weekend, and I was shocked and stunned to learn that Stockton has their own news. Does that make any sense at all? I don't think you need local news if you live in Stockton. Here's the update. It still sucks to be in Stockton. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, a super prime mortgage crisis. New home sales have risen for the past five months. Latest case, Schiller figures say that prices are rising and home builders like Toll Brothers and Pulte are seemingly off the critical list. Credit Suisse did a little... Credit Suisse did a little analysis... And they're talking about $118 billion worth of jumbo mortgage loans. Jumbo is over 417000 That ultimately, these are on fixed rates uh, or floating rates. Adjustable rate mortgages are going to come due. $118 billion. Now, you are not going to have a problem paying your loan. I know you're not. You're in a jumbo and you're, you're happy in your wealth. You've paid off your, your million-dollar home. Should you be worried? Hell yeah, you should be worried. Because all it takes is one person in your neighborhood to get, you know, crapped out and foreclosed on. 
They pull up those snake eyes, you're done. Your home goes down in $200,000 in value while they're getting foreclosed on. I've often said that I'll pay my neighbors uh, mortgages so they don't get foreclosed on. Because you don't want the comps coming lower. Now, of course, they're not all in trouble, but people with arms could be in trouble. There's a looming behind-the-scene, ordinary, jumbo, worrisome feel going on. Again, this isn't subprime. This is jumbo, super prime. That's starting to see $118 billion come due. Now, again, I got a 30-year mortgage. I'm cool. My, my loan's not going to come due anytime soon. My neighbor on a five-year one arm, he scares the hell out of me. So, you know, I talked about Christmas and Hanukkah at the start of the segment. I didn't really finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. Cash for clunkers and credit. Cash for clunkers did appear to slow the contraction consumer credit because we started opening up consumer credit. We went and bought cars, even though we shouldn't have. Our government basically said, hey, I know how we can help the economy. Let's 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 let you get eight thousand dollars off of buying a car or four thousand dollars off buying a car. 8000 off buying a home. Let's give you incentive to go out and, and spend money on a car. We don't need that right now. We should still be driving our clunkers. So you saw a surprisingly drop of another $12 billion in available credit. Revolving credit, which includes items like credit cards, sinking $9.9 billion. So if we don't have credit, we're not spending. Most of us are paycheck to paycheck on a lot of our, our daily issues. So this is an important story. We don't have the ability to go out and, and, and spend on retail, even though retail sales rose six-tenths of a percent for the month of some, September, a much better expected strong performance than we were expecting out of retail. Back-to-school season, better than expected. Results against very easy comparisons, though. Keep in mind, this credit crisis is, is you know, this is a two-, three-year issue now. So... When we see an uptick in home sales, it's off of an awful number. It's not off of a strong number. So don't get excited. When we see an uptick in retail, it's off of an awful number. Teen retailer Aeropostale, they saw sales up 19% year over year. Ross and TJ Maxx up 8 and 7% year over year. Kohl's up 5.5%. Now, Amber Crombie and Fitch continues to struggle. They're down 18% year over year. A company called American Apparel down 15% year over year. So not all is rosy and good in the world of retail. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about Safeway and mistakes people make with their money. As far as early on that they soon learn, I shouldn't have done that, and they can fix it. Maybe I can help you on one or two of those mistakes. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Today we learned that a tiger attacks an intruder in a zoo. A man suffered injuries to his arms and a friend hopped the fence at a Canadian zoo early after the, he stuck his hands into the tiger exhibit and the tiger attacked him. Want to learn a little bit more about me? I hate zoos. I find them to be vile places. I think locking up an animal in a cage so he can come watch and glee as he's slowly dying in a coffin taken out of his habitat is sick. <laughs> do I have an opinion? Yes, I do. Um, racing fans... In Australia, they're limited to 24 beers a day. I love that. You know what they call a uh, 24 beers of 
it's not a case. Nope, you're wrong. In Australia, it's called a slab. Australians, they know how to party. Just 24 beers a day. Just don't die. In Ireland, they're asking parents to, uh, to have their kids bring their own toilet paper to school. You think you got it bad here? How about sending your kid to school with their own toilet paper? Or how about he forgets the toilet paper? Cleaning up that mess ain't going to be too nice, huh? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to a call. Let's go to John in San Francisco. John? Hey, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, go ahead. I have an international, I mean, a deferred compensation plan, and the international fund they have is ticker symbol R-E-R-F-X. But I also have a Roth IRA. And I was wondering, it's with Fidelity, if there'd be a better international play in the uh, Roth IRA Fidelity Fund. Do you know the American funds that you have in are you limited to A shares, B shares, C shares? What what are you buying? Uh it's it's just listed that's the only international play they have in that in my deferred comp. Okay. So that's a little bit on the disappointing side. And you why do you want to get out of this fund? Well, I don't want to get out of it. I was just wondering if it'd be better to switch to my Roth IRA and play international there and then I could just put more money in my target mm. funds in a deferred comp. Okay. Switch that money to the target funds. Yeah, and you're basically maybe switching what you consider to be more of a growth asset into a a non-taxable Roth later in life. Is that your angle, or are you just doing it out of goof, goofiness? It sounds like that's the reason you would do that. No, I. my question would be, to, to make my international play, would be better to go with the Fidelity Fund. Is there more growth there than this fund? The oh, yeah, absolutely. RERFX. Yeah, th- this, your, the, and thanks for the call, RERFX, it stands for the American Funds Euro-Pacific. And ultimately, it invests 80% of the assets in Europe and the Pacific Basin. The problem is that, yeah, it, it's, it's good. It's going to be a little less volatile than some emerging market funds. It's going to be a little less volatile than some Asian funds. Why? Why? And this is the X shares, by the way. I should have known that from the ticker symbol. Shame on me. Because it does get the exposure into, into Europe. So you're getting Europe and Asia. Let's take a look at some of the holdings on it. Bayer, American Mobil, Banco Santander, Nova Nordisk, Gazprom, Teva Pharmaceuticals. So yeah, that's, um, that's a lot of Europe in there. InBev, a lot of Europe in there. Take a look at the, the performance. Ooh. In the last five years, it's averaged 9%, which is pretty good. In the last five years, it's had four up years, one down year. The worst year that it had was down 15%. The best year that it had, this year it's up 24%. So I have no problem with this fund. If Let me put it another way. If we're going to say 20% is your international exposure, I don't mind this being 5 to 10% of it. And you can go get 10% that's a little bit crazier elsewhere. If 40% is your portfolio holdings, I don't mind 10 to 20% in this type of angle. Those are good large cap valued type of names. And they don't do business in dollars. 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 Before I forget, I want to mention today's my birthday. The most important person here is me. No, 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 no. Um, on my birthday, what do I do? I call my mom every year on my birthday because she was the one who pushed me out. Long before C-sections were normal, she's the one who pushed me out. Mother to a kid is the name of God on the lips of hearts and children. I loved my mom. So every birthday, uh, I give her a call and, and tell her I love her. So, um, and that's a line from The Crow. That's not my own. The 
Crow was written. It was an awful movie, but it was a great concept. It was a guy who his wife and kid were killed in a car accident. And while he was grieving, he, he was like, how can I, how can I, you know, explain my, my pain to the world? So he came up with a comic book called The Crow, which it's a pretty good comic book. The movie, not so good. But that line, mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. It's always stuck with me. So anyway, yes, I am a mother's boy. Uh, there's no doubt about that in any way, shape, or form. Mistakes that people make. I wanted to hit this. Let's hit Safeway real quick. Safeway, it's not every day a local grocery has a congressional amendment named after this. This is from San Francisco Gate, sfgate.com. Uh, ultimately, Pleasanton Safeway, their stick and carrot health insurance program is a model for the wellness provision in a health care reform bill that the Senate Finance Committee is starting to dig the provision designed to incentivize Americans to lead healthy lifestyles in order to lower their overall health care costs would allow companies with self-insurance programs to reward employees with bonuses and or premium reductions of up to 50% if they follow healthy guidelines, i.e. regular screenings, quit smoking, lose weight, take cholesterol-reducing medications, and so on. Not everyone is wowed or enjoys this Safeway angle. Safeway's claims about the cost savings have not been proven, so says critics. The amendment also provides waivers for those who cannot meet the conditions due to medical conditions. Now, I'm big boned, but I know I'm puffy. I can hide behind the fact that I'm big boned, or as, um, as I like to refer to it, I've got a hyperactive uh, mouth gland. <laughs> I like to eat, chomp, 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 chomp. Hyperactive mouth gland. Okay, that joke didn't go over so well, so let me take that one out of the routine. Hyperactive mouth gland scratched. Anyway. I like what Safeway's trying to do. I don't think it's necessarily realistic. Not in our nation. Healthcare reform is going to, you know, likely get through on some level, right? We've talked about that earlier in the show. The Senate Finance Committee is going to vote as of maybe tomorrow. And a healthcare overall proposal from Senator Bacchus said the bill wouldn't add a deficit. And here's the question if everyone gets universal health care, are we going to be mad at people who use more of it than I do? Let's say, like Heidi, she's super slim and fit. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't eat meat. Pretty good chance she'll never get cancer. Me? I'm filled with vile and hate. Drink whiskey and smoke cigars. Is she going to get mad at me if I get cancer? Because she's paying for it. It's her tax dollars that would be paying for my, my coverage. I don't know. Do we suddenly look at people who are overweight and... And disdain them? Is that the new people that we ostracize in our society? Do we look at skinny people and and praise them? Do they become gods and Buddhas? Is the new Buddha going to be a skinny person? A fit person? A person who rides their bike to work? For the record, I hate people who ride bikes to work. In large part because I want to run you over. You keep getting in front of my vehicle. I say that with love. I say that with love. Okay, some mistakes that people make. Procrastinating. That's the number one mistake in the world of money. You want to be worth a million dollars? Stop procrastinating. Go ask that. Do you remember there was a woman earlier in the show who's got a couple million dollars? Got some houses paid for? Ask her how she did it. It takes time. You know, you can marry a doctor, absolutely, after you go seven years of school and residency and crap like that. But it took seven years to get that, that knowledge base up. The biggest mistake people make is... They don't start investing. They don't start a budget. They don't start digging down their debt. They don't pay their bills or they pay their bills late. 
Another mistake people make is not diversifying. People that only bought real estate, man, you looked smart two years ago. Man, you look like you're in foreclosure today. Living in the ghetto. Ghetto. Another mistake people make is paying too much in taxes. You want to manage your taxes. You want to manage your insurance. You want to manage the cost in your life. And the other big mistake that people make is going too much into debt. You want to get wealthy, don't go into debt. You want to get wealthy, don't pay too much in taxes. You want to get wealthy, don't, you know, only buy real estate or only buy stocks. No, you got to diversify. And stop procrastinating on everything from investing to a budget to your debt to your bills to saving. You get a, a notice from the IRS, don't hide it. Be a man or be a woman. Be a woman with ch- hair on your chest or be a man with, with, with hair on your chest. Open up the bill. Address it. Call the IRS. Admit you made a mistake. Admit you kind of didn't think they would catch on to, the, to one of your filings. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Let's see if I got any other stories for you. It looks like I'm almost out of all my stories. The retail stores we got to. Ah, there's a good story today that's floating around the financial blogs. And it's called, Could I Outlive My Money? I think that's the, the backdoor story about the show is the aging baby boomers, their money and their financial advisors. Some of the boomers are starting to find out, whoops, I didn't save enough. And the financial advisors are due for upheaval. Ultimately, as baby boomers controlling $10 trillion in assets, they hit that retirement age and start shifting their investment portfolios. Baby boomers will move the industry's main client goal from one of accumulation to one of distribution or decumulation. Decumulation is actually a word. Now, instead of a focus on building wealth in a retirement nest egg, those clients will soon start trying to figure out how to make the money last. Now, a lot of people look at money and they want to keep up with the, bait, with the S&P 500. That's their goal. When you're a baby boomer and you're in retirement, you want it to last till the day you die. You don't care if you beat the S&P 500. You want it to last till the day you die. And hopefully you can bounce a check to the corner. Or the casket maker when you die. Because you don't care anymore. You're dead. So, do you have enough money to live till the day you die? That's the angle. That's the push of this whole show. Hey, Rob. Yeah? We wanted to jump in and say something really quickly. Oh, good, dear God. Happy no. birthday! That's Heidi Happy and birthday. Jim. And that's embarrassing. And I don't appreciate that. And you're both fired. <laughs> oh, I can't fire you. You're not my employees. But if I could fire you, I would. Thanks, everyone. I will be back in 22 hours as long as I don't get too liquored up tonight and pass out of my own vomit and die. But if I do, <laughs> that's very Jim Morrison of me. Talk to you soon. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.